Lately, we have been introducing you to all the amazing products Ascent Nutrition has to offer. This week, I'm very excited to tell you about their full-spectrum hemp oil. Ascent Nutrition's full-spectrum hemp oil utilizes superior plant genetics and an organic proprietary blend of natural ingredients. Their hemp oil contains not only an abundance of CBD, but 119 other phytocannabinoids found within the spectrum of the hemp plant. According to the National Center of Biotechnology Information, this strain is the gold standard in hemp genome sequencing. Ascent also uses a unique method that ensures infusion of significantly more phytocannabinoids and CBD than all other competitors they tested against, including most of the leading CBD companies. I challenge everyone in the audience that uses CBD, as well as those of you who may have tried other CBD options and didn't get any results, to try Ascent Nutrition's full-spectrum hemp oil, which is guaranteed to be much stronger and contains more phytonutrients than any others on the market. Just click the link in the description or visit GoAscentNutrition.com and use coupon code FKN to get 10% off your entire purchase. Welcome back to Forbidden Knowledge News. I'm your host, Chris Matthew. Today, my guest is Miriam Hanain. First, a couple of announcements. If you have a business and you would like to advertise with us, email me, ForbiddenKnowledgeNews at gmail.com. We have awesome pricing packages, and we reach a large audience. Our website is ForbiddenKnowledge.News. This is home of the Forbidden Knowledge Network. You're going to find awesome podcasts from our community there, like Raised by Giants, Inception, Ancient Gift, Going Down the Rabbit Hole, and many more. Forbidden Knowledge News is always available on Rockfin, Odyssey, Rumble, and all podcast platforms. Rockfin is where you get our premium content, as well as all the premium content from every creator there on Rockfin. You just go to rockfin.com slash FKN plus or click the link in the description. You can also create a free account and there is tons of free content, including all our regular shows. Today I want to welcome Miriam Hanine. She is an investigative journalist and founder and editor-in-chief of The Health Magazine and Marketplace Honey Colony. She is also a functional medicine consultant and coach and the director of the award-winning documentary film Vanishing of the Bees. Miriam, welcome. How you doing? Hi, Chris. Happy Monday. Happy to be here. Yes, happy Monday. This is long overdue. Uh, I, I've been wanting to have you on for a long time. I love the work you're doing. Uh, I was actually on Union of the Unwanted with you a couple of times. That was fun. And you hit on a wide spectrum of critical aspects of our ongoing, ongoing mass deceptions and the true nature of health care, our education, and what we're looking at when we turn on the TV or look at our phones and computers. Uh, the world is indeed a stage, and uh, the production, to me, has become especially shitty lately. <laughs> I want to get your insights into some of those things I mentioned, healthcare, education, and the deceptions that we are shown to keep us really in a perpetual state of fear so we're easy to manage. It's, you know, an easy way to put it. But this is your first time on. Tell us more about yourself, your background, and what led you down the path you're on. 
I am a real investigative journalist of 25 plus years, and I hail originally from Montreal, Canada. I um, was in the mainstream, started my career working for MSNBC, have been part of the internet, uh, the cyberspace from the, from the get-go, uh, covered technology for, for instance, the Ventura County Star when I first landed in uh, California from Montreal, Canada, and then slowly, slowly woke up to, um, to, to the uh, sensational nature of the mainstream media initially. And then I uh, went off to direct the award-winning film Vanishing of the Bees that came out in two iterations, first in the UK and then in the United States. It was narrated by Ellen Page. And just to show you how things have changed, it's now Elliot Page. And uh, um, further, after blowing the whistle on Bayer, slowly got on the shit list and uh, was one of the first in the nutraceutical space. Now it's saturated. I started selling CBD in end of 2016, and they came after me uh, for that. When I say they, all the major processors, this is a CBD with no THC, no psychoactive properties. And I learned that the main company that was bringing forth their synthetic, synthetic bullshit CBD was GW Pharma, and they had an exclusive marketing agreement with um, Bayer. So I started writing about uh, the politics of CBD and uh, was one of the first to get a strike on YouTube. But I was so busy trying to save my company, honeycolony.com, that uh, I wasn't focused as I would have liked to brand myself and be the journalist that I am. Um, so then I started covering techno-fascism, which is now a very popular term. You can hear Jason Burmis use it. And um, that was in 2019. I reread 1984. I'm a visionary. I'm in the future. I've been covering medical safety and, and uh, medical freedom and vaccine safety since 2012. And I knew this was coming. You can see on Gab TV, I did a spoof in 2019 called Vaccine Mania and Vitriol Disorder. And it was a spoof on vaccine hesitancy. The writing was on the wall. We knew that this was going to be the most divisive topic in our history ever. And um, I fled to Costa Rica with uh, Zach Voorhees, the Google whistleblower. I stayed there six months but I chose to return and I ended up covering Jace, well, the elections, the selections, and then was at uh, a J6 and ended up giving my, sharing my footage with Rudy Giuliani and took place, took part of the live action role play inadvertently, meaning saw the shenanigans and, and the gaslighting. Like you said, this has become a very shitty tv show we're in in we're like in the truman show we are we are the characters and this is a big experiment on all sorts of levels and and bill gates himself in his latest book has a chapter called chapter seven is called practice 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 and it uh, actually makes a distinction between the different sorts of exercises you know, live scale as real as possible to tabletop exercises. And yet, still today, people do not realize that there is a silent but blatant culling. And now, in lockstep, they've rolled out their monkeypox, which I believe is uh, bio, well, many believe is bioengineered. And as always with these, whatever they um, launch, it, it serves a multi pronged purpose. So in a way, it is covering up all the vades because let's say shingles or, or Epstein-Barr, EBV. I'm, by the way, I'm also a functional medicine consultant and coach through the Institute of Functional Medicine. I'm 49 years old. 
I've learned how to walk again after getting smashed by an SUV and I've reversed lupus. So if I can do it, people can too. And a lot of the things we've been professing to bolster the immune system should have been done long before this jab from hell. So back to the money pox that it's uh, on one hand, uh, covering up EBV and let's say shingles. These are very common and they are kept at bay with something called the immune system. And when you disable it, then you're no longer able to fight these. It's this exact same thing with AIDS, right? So the people, people die of pneumonia, whereas if they had a strong immune system, they could protect it, they could fight pneumonia off. So on one hand, it's covering up the vaccine injuries. And then on the other hand, it's propelling forward this Agenda 2030, this transhumanist um, control tyrannical agenda. And, and I believe, yeah, there's something bioengineered, as Tedros says, it's acting a little funny. And now they have to rename it because it's supposedly racist. But it's really to, to, you know, just like Monsanto, Monsatan got absorbed by Bayer, a lot of times you just rename something. Um, I think they did the same thing with polio. Okay, so I think that's a little... That's a little summary. I I will say also that I'm not diving as deep as I would like in other things. I have uh, continued to cover Charles Lieber because many have ignored this nanotech king and people are not paying attention to the fact that he's about to likely walk away a free man, even though he is very responsible in opening up this Pandora's box of uh, allowing this pioneering technology with the nanotech. And as early as 2020, I theorized that something in the jab or aerosolized in Wuhan was communicating with 5G, given it was a test city and given in 2017 in a now scrubbed study out of Italy they found that uh, 44 plus of vaccines were contaminated with nanotech. So this is, this is not new. And I think, I mean, I've kind of just resolved that people, well, critical thinking is dead. Nuance is dead. Details are dead. And the people are on the most part too good to be able to conceive the level of evil that is going on or are unable to conceive that this is a globalist agenda. I remember in 2020, my mom is now vaccine injured, despite my warnings, that she said, uh, but Miri, how can the whole world be lying? And so when I was in Costa Rica, if anything, it bolstered and, and confirmed the fact that this is a lockstep agenda because it's like, oh, look, now they're rolling out community spread in Costa Rica. Now they're doing the uh, snitch nation part of this like ruse. So it was, it was very much confirmation to see in a completely different part of the world, this being rolled out. Yeah, I'm so sorry to hear that about your mother. You know, I've had uh, the same thing with my parents, unfortunately. Um, I have not have yet to see the extent of what they're going to be going through. But so far, it's it's not too good. And this is the same with many people uh, who have relatives and friends and families that unfortunately opted in uh, to to these to these experiments that are going on right now. Right. Now, you hit on so many things that, that I want to get to. But since you mentioned it already, uh, Charles Lieber, for those that aren't familiar, could you tell us a little bit? bit about the research you're doing into him and why it's so important and what's going on now with this guy how is you just said he's going free so in january i believe 23rd 2020 there was a press oppressor by the doj and this man this professor harvard professor with ties to extended ties to bill gates and epstein um was found to be um, charged with espionage. And my intuition said to keep an eye on him, especially because he seemed to be 
written out or kept out of the narrative. Now, this is a prized Israeli asset. This is a prized world asset. Um, I believe, is it Thompson Reuters that named him number one uh, chemist in the entire world? And basically, just to say that his role, it kind of it got distilled to tax evasion. And I was keeping tabs of the court cases. And as we were locking down, for instance, in Boston, his, his, um, he was accused of conspiring with CCP being part of the Thousands Projects plan, which is really a um, recruitment project to tap different uh, scientists. He has 66 plus patents, including 11 Chinese patents, and is the pioneering force behind all this nanotech. So for instance, isn't it amazing that he's created some cyborg cardiac tissue as we now normalize heart attacks and literally go after humanity, the heart. So mm, I covered the, the, there was a trial. There's, there's evidence that I haven't seen anyone, anyone a showcase of him being interrogated and um, I did some reports on that. And now the latest, the judge in this case is 93 years old, has seemed to be sympathetic towards him. And he was also arrested as part of a, something called the China Initiative. Now, they called the China Initiative once Joey took office as a colossal blunder. So in my research, writing for Vaxter, you can find my articles on Dr. Sherry Dr. Sherry Tenpenny's um, Tenpenny Report, aka Vaxter, um, that the entire initiative, this is a government initiative, has been 404. So people who don't know by now what 404 is, it's basically missing content that's been taken off the internet because the Ministry of Truth is alive and kicking and we are witnessing in real time studies and content. So when the government itself tries to erase an entire initiative under the Trump administration, that is quite, it's quite wild, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I want to, I want to touch on some other things that we're, since we're in the uh, area of the vax and everything going on surrounding it, you mentioned monkeypox earlier. They've had uh, a couple of uh, researchers and, and uh, people that I've had on, independent um, content creators that have been looking into some of this stuff, and they believe that it's that this may directly be linked to some of the uh, ingredients uh, that that people are being injected with. Well, I'd right. like to get your thoughts on that. Right, because apparently, I don't know which company has was using monkey cells right as a substrate so they use whether it's aborted fetal cell or an animal cell they use that as a substrate to grow their uh their viruses on so i also would believe like and i have i've been listening to other content creators like amazing polly and um and ryan of uh, last vagabond last american vagabond um, in regards to the developments, but I haven't myself because I'm busy writing my George Floyd book and, and documentary. Uh, but it could certainly have been a plan where they know that they are whittling down the innate immune system and would follow it up with um, at least a subsection of the population uh, as a, oops, sorry, as a, as a, an ex, as a, Sorry, I'm just going to let that. No worries. No worries. Uh, so they would maybe use a two-pronged approach where they know if subsequent people got a vaccine, it might uh, react further. Now, of course, this is all di diabolical. Mm. But when you, when you learn, like when I, when I made Vanishing of the Bees and I opened my eyes to the fact that they're poisoning our food supply. And I believe food is sacred. And I see all this faux food out there and how unhealthy people are and how these foods literally can knock off IQ points if they're filled with heavy metals, for instance, and they accumulate in the body, then 
it is very diabolical and evil. We are the useless eaters. I mean, people like Uval Harari are not making, you know, they're not mincing words, right? We are hackable animals and the days of free will, those days are over. So it's really, it's a deep pop agenda. I'm sure your audience knows by now, but it's very much a transhumanist agenda. So just to, to say Charles Lieber is very, very integral in this um, Real Player One metaverse existence where uh, the body, I mean, I, I, it'll be like that, um, what's that sci-fi carbon, it's on Netflix, where, where you basically can house the consciousness um, and, and change sleeves. And really they are creating, they are becoming the new gods. I, I'm going to be writing a follow-up article. I just um, ordered um, Kurzweil's um, Path to Singularity, I forget the, the name, and some other uh, books to, to get a little bit of context as, as ho- at how long this has been in motion. But certainly maybe you, Chris, as well. I, I love sci-fi and the future is now. And watching growing up um, through the years, many sci-fi movies, maybe ones that people haven't even heard of, like Equals, which came out in 2016, that there was a sense of familiarity. And is it because it's predictive programming or is it because as an intuitive empath and visionary that, that I could see it in the horizon? And I'm sure maybe many on a subconscious level could, could feel like this, this is being created. They're creating this, this future where the AI will be outsmarting humans and they've been writing for a while that by 2030, 80 million jobs will be eradicated. And just to say that anyone that looks to Elon, Elon Musk to restore our First Amendment rights, I mean, he said it the last week with Project Veritas, his, his uh, leaked call, he said, he said, you'll have freedom of uh, speech, but that freedom of reach is something different. And I clipped a little, um, I think I put it on Twitter and Truth Social, that basically that's Sasha Baron Cohen's line when he was hired by the Anti-Defamation League in 2019 to say, you will have freedom of speech, but you won't have freedom of rage. And made it seem like the ADL was going in and reprimanding big tech when in reality, they've been working together and they're on the same team. And this is an an analogy to this political theater where it's all about divide and conquer. Yes, you're absolutely right. And since you touched on the metaverse and the transhuman future, that it's obvious that they want us to direct us to. Uh, we look at our, our health and pharmaceuticals and everything that we've been subject to for the past 10, 20, 30 uh, since modern healthcare, really, since uh, the, the the dawning of uh, modern pharmaceuticals, they've been altering humanity. And it makes me wonder, to what extent have they been doing this, and how long has this transhuman plan been in effect to change humans to where we're probably more uh, able and easier to integrate with biology? And, uh, you know, once we, we've gotten to uh, a certain point, there's no going back, and we're no longer even humans anymore. We have to get these uh, boosts and upgrades to to maintain whatever the hell we've become over the years. Yeah, well, Kurzweil uh, wrote that book in 2005, and certainly the global elitists and the Bilderbergs and these these societies have been, and the Rockefellers have been speaking about this global domination for at least a century, I would say. And it all happened in lockstep. And like Klaus says, you know, there'll be, it'll be BC and um, AC. So before Corona and after, and before Corona and after Corona. And I, I, I bring that up a lot because I got chills because it will no longer be before Christ and after Christ, but before Corona and after Corona, which is very disgusting. So I just want to stress that this, this is the same playbook and it's a different virus and the pandemic impresario, AKA Fauci has been doing this for a really long time. 
and it's been amping up and amping up and amping up. Certainly when I covered Zika, it was also, it's always like, you know, okay, so we will develop a new vaccine. We will get millions and millions of dollars. We will justify the release of genetically modified mosquitoes. And we will justify the more the spraying of more deadly chemicals like NALID that actually causes microcephaly to try to avoid uh, microcephaly. Um, it's, it's scientism. And I really have a short fuse by now. Anyone that's fucking defending these jabs, excuse my language. No, I just it. last week, it's like, really? What stone are you hiding under that you do not know there's a silent blade and culling going on? And now they're going after our children. And it's disgusting. There's many people dying. Just looking at a, an article, you know, from the get go monitoring okay let's we'll monitor the insurance companies to see if they go up if the mortality rates go up but because nobody pays any attention my family my uncle died uh, last a year and a half ago they all think it's the rona they don't realize it's from run death is near aka remdesivir plus a, co a ventilator combo so when i heard brian artis talk about this when i already was talking about ventilator associated pneumonia in 2020 in march 2020 talking about the PCR test, like they use the PCR test with HIV and AIDS. Again, nothing new, just amping up on, an, on another scale. And unfortunately, humans learn through tragedy. And we are in this meat suit temporarily as someone who's had a near-death experience and almost died several times. The life is short and spoiler alert, you die. So why not live life rather than be you know, and I think all of us, Chris, that cover the news, whether we realize it or not, I mean, my friends tell me, I don't know how you do it. I'm a light worker and a sensitive, and I have to transmutate this negative, negative information. And I think when I, my heart really cries as a feeling a human being at what we will never go back to this, to the way of living. And, and that is a hard pill to swallow. It is. Um, you know, I have, I have hope. I have, I talked to, to plenty of people in this community, plenty in the independent media and content creators and people who are doing their own brilliant, wonderful research into everything that's going on behind the nature of reality. And I, I don't, you know, I cover a wide variety of things from health to the occult to conspiracies to paranormal to everything. So I get a lot of different angles on what people's perception of what's really going on. And I do have hope because, uh, first of all, the spiritual aspects. I am very spiritual, and uh, I do, I've had experiences that kind of uh, give me hope that uh, we are on the right direction, but that's a completely different show. Uh, the other thing is I talk to a lot of people who uh, are in this same type of uh, field. They're doing, they're talking to lots and lots of people, and that's the only way we're going to find out what's going on because in the mainstream media, they're not going to tell you if the majority of people are bucking the system, if the majority of the people aren't going for the jabby jab, if the majority of the people don't believe in the agendas. We'll find out by talking talking to people and reaching out to other people in this community. And so far, you know, I know it's pretty biased because we're in the same community, but you know, it's like you ask them and they ask someone else. And from all the people that I've talked to, it seems like we are becoming the majority, if not yet. I think people are awakening. I think that if not, start, uh, we're going to start rebuilding our systems already. I know a lot of people who are building their own sustainable community, starting their farms, uh, starting their own businesses. And that's probably the key for when this whole system crumbles, for which it will, uh, that we, we need to start doing. So it just gives me hope in that aspect. Well, we need all the hope. I, I, I admit that I am jaded. I believe that there's a small group of real journalists with degrees um, that are being attacked and that it's become very hard to make a living. Mm -hmm. uh, I used to get 500,000 unique visitors a month with no VC's capital to honeycolony.com and uh, it's dwindled. And so I see a lot of my information co-opted. I see a lot of censorship and I see freedom of speech, but not freedom of reach. 
And it, it's, uh, I see a lot of infighting between people that should be, because what's really lacking and my message more and more is to cultivate awareness, self-awareness, accountability. And I don't care how much you love Jesus Christ. If you do not know how to say, I'm sorry, and look at your shadow and take responsibility for the shit that you're part of things, nothing happens in a vacuum. We are humans. The whole point is to have conflict and to be able to use maturity. And I see adults and influencers that have the spotlight that are not exemplifying maturity and um, wisdom. And I believe I'm one of those people that can really um, play devil's advocate, really tap into someone and is forgiving and understands and, and, and has studied nonviolent communication and can mediate between people. But the, the infighting that I'm seeing is more of the same. And I, I call it the piggy effect uh, after Lord of the Flies, when the kids go off to do something revolutionary. And next thing you know, they're kicking piggy off of a cliff and they're doing the same shit that they tried to avoid. And I see this. And I'm one to call it and probably not invited in certain clubs because, oh, yeah, she's real. She's not fake. She's not going to be bought. She'll call out the bullshit. So let's keep her away. It's unfortunate. You're right. People like yourself, uh, independent journalists who are getting the gritty truth out there that people don't want to hear are being censored the most. And it's making it hard for people like yourself to even, you know, make a living to, to, to you know, pay your bills, things of that nature. You know, uh, being an independent content creator is definitely not where the money's at these days. And it's, you know, pe- even though we're, we're t- spending all our time and, and effort in trying to bring you, you know, the information that you won't hear anywhere else, it's, it's a job for us. You know, it's what we do, but we're not getting compensated in the same way that, you know, your mainstream corporate jobs uh, or even Burger King employees are getting compensated. So it's a different type of world. And we do it for a different type of reason. It's because we we love what we do and we want to bring this important information out to people. Uh, so it is important that we actually are able to have a roof over our heads, pay our bills, uh, you know, eat food like normal people, you know. So it's, you know, if you want to continue to hear the information we're bringing, we're going to need some way to, to keep on bringing it to you. Uh, now, I know that... Uh, you have something called Gifts and Go that uh, that you have that if for people who would like to to support and help you out, right? Well, that is specifically for my George Floyd project. So after people say, ask me all the time, why are you obsessed with this uh, case? It was the event that ushered in a color revolution that allowed us to go from virus to violence overnight and bring in mask mandates. And more importantly, to go after the black lives because they don't matter. And the black people know about the Tuskegee experiment. So I would go as far as to say as this event was used to get the needle into the arms of the black population. And there's a lot of bullshit around well, it. This, and I have this is out. one of the most controversial and censored and banned topics out there. And uh, I think it's very important that people really know what's going on. It's so controversial that you won't hear about it, of course, on YouTube and even most of the, uh, the mainstream uh, content platforms that you get, video platforms like YouTube. So uh, what had started, let's begin with where you started your your research into this, of, of course, you know, uh, the controversy of did it even happen is one of those things where people saying this is a completely staged event, which I'm sure there are aspects of it that are. But I'm, you know, I haven't looked into it enough to to tell you either way. So I'd love to hear what you've been doing with it. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, for, for I'm a journalist and I back things up. And if at the end of the book, I'm writing a book and my documentary is uh, to illustrate the book and, and the timeline. Uh, so I started on day one. And when, as a journalist, when you see in real time evidence being scrubbed 
And you know also I minored in psychology, so I know how they specifically rolled out certain footage to manipulate the masses and form their perception. So by the time some more information came out, so I was in the jungle with um, Zach Voorhees, the Google whistleblower, and we're both news junkies and it's awesome to be able to compare notes and, and exchange information. And, and he um, witnessed whatever footage they, Darnella, they put out by Darnella. And he asked me to choke him. And he was doing the George Floyd challenge. And I told him, well, if you really want to know what happens, happened, how he died, we need to call the medical, the medical examiner. So literally the next day I called the medical examiner and they told me that the report would take weeks and weeks and weeks. And I've been conducting a forensic investigation for two years because real investigations take time. And when you're detail oriented, like I am. So hours later, after I was told that they CNN mm, released some preliminary information was, which was consciously leaked in order to sow discord for the riots that would be imminent. And just I interviewed his employer and I saw the uh, public narrative in the report. It literally says public narrative, which means there's another narrative. And um, I just started catching things. And so I've been I've been tracking it. I haven't tapped out, which is the same thing with Libra. Oh, no one wants to look here. It's OK. Uh, I'll be fine by myself. Don't and you know and now we have like a Candace Owen who is arguably deep state a gatekeeper that now after I brought her my documentary trailer is now doing a documentary. So what is her role in this story? Uh, when I promise you the things that I've discovered, I, I, I am a leading expert now in this psyop, and have looked under all sorts of rocks and have applied FOIA and. Um, um, it's going to be a very juicy book and, and I need support to just pay the editor and cover. I've purchased all the footage out there of this incident. So footage that no one on this planet has seen. And um, I am not able to compete. I don't have tons of money despite my two degrees and a company that was a million dollar company that I built from scratch because also the government came after me. And there was an operation called Quack Hack. They're still going after people. They went after Mark Grenon of Genesis Church. So if anyone remembers Trump mentioning detergent, he was referring to chlorine dioxide. And there was an operation called Quack Hack by the FDA, FTC, DOJ, to go after people that sell vitamins. So they came after me for selling vitamin C, magnesium. And uh, on honeycolony.com, we offer a super chelated Silver, which is 4,000 ppm, whereas colloidal is zero to 10. So, you know, when you have the government coming after you, my stuff's pretty good. It's kept me off um, antibiotics for more than a decade after suffering from urinary tract infections. Um, so, yeah, that's in a gist. I'm aiming to release the, the trial. There was a federal trial. There was um, the state trial, was, which was going to start actually this week, and they've pushed it to, um, uh, to January, I believe. No, sorry, to September 2023. I have to check. There was, a, there was an update actually today. And, you know, people don't know the, the facts. They certainly like, did you know that Derek showed up at the hospital? Did you know that he's wanted for tax evasion and that trial is happening in a couple of weeks? Did you know that Maurice Lester Hall used fake cash inside of Cup Foods, but nobody called the police on him? Are you ready to live a more free, healthy, and abundant life? Transform your yard into a food forest and create a system for self-reliance that's easy and enjoyable with our friends at Food Forest Abundance. No matter where you're starting from, you can become more self-reliant. And you can take your self-reliance to the next level by becoming a producer of your own food through growing and foraging. 
and learn how to turn your property into an income-producing source of economic self-reliance. They can help you get off-grid and learn what systems to employ for food, water, and energy self-reliance, and live abundantly and in full connection with your property and what you produce. Click the link in the description to get started with your very own food forest and have your own sustainable source of livelihood and become self-sufficient with food forest abundance. Just click the link in the description to get started with your very own food forest today. Wow. Yeah, um, now I'm going to have the links for everybody who wants to uh, to check this out and give you support uh, as they're listening to this. Uh, that'll all be in the description. Um, what What are some of the other – I don't want you to give too much away. but No, I, I, I will say um, that after – to see the trailer, the trailer was just removed on YouTube. It was just gaining traction. Of course, Candace's documentary trailer is there, but they removed mine after it was like getting, I don't know, 15. It was gone for seven months. And they also removed a video that I did in August 2020 about the, um, the autopsy shenanigans in the reports. I just conducted an exclusive interview with Maurice Lester Hall that informed me that the Floyd family never met with him. And so if your loved one died, I wonder and ask you, would you want to meet with the person who was with him that day? Of course. So yeah, I have a, a lot of details and uh, the book is going to be awesome and juicy it's going to be published by logo sophia the only publisher that has the balls to take on such a title because certainly my writing and research is stellar and anyone can challenge me and go read one of my articles and research um, writing is not easy there's a lot of shit writing out there and uh, i just don't tote the narrative wow. so unfortunate i beat to my own drum and just like bees, I don't like to be put in a box. Man, that's great. Now, if we, when you look at everything that we look at on TV, like I was saying in the introduction, everything is is uh, staged. It's it is scripted to an extent. Uh, it, we cannot take face value. Anything that we're seeing from the media or or anything that we're seeing on our phones, anything that they're showing us that is part of the mainstream agenda. Uh, and this has been this way for forever. We've been subject to staged events uh, that play on our emotions and these, these large mass events where uh, seemingly or actually people die and it, it, it triggers a, an emotional response in a large portion yes. of the population, but it also triggers fear, and fear is, is one of the main things that is a controlling aspect for these people. Uh, it, it also keeps the other aspect of our health we uh, in, in poor health. If we're in fear all the time, we're going to be in poor health. And we're told that the only way to get healthy is go take that pill that the doctor's offering, and that's the only way you're going to be healthy. Or if you uh, if you go get some early uh, cancer screening, uh, we can we can detect some cancer and then get you on some uh, radiation and uh, get you healthy. Actually, we could probably kill you. Um, but it's all it, it seems like everything from these cancer meds to uh, even the what we're finding about AIDS and HIV medications, seemingly, um, if you do not take these things and trust your own body and your own, um, you know, intuition and health and take care of yourself and get sunlight and exercise and don't put chemicals and crap into your body, you might be all right instead of going get some early screening for cancer and then getting on some chemicals that will slowly kill you. Yeah, absolutely. It's also important to get those chemicals out. And I, I believe in detox and I work with my clients to bolster those different detoxifying organs. And I'm not talking about a juice cleanse, uh, really priming the different organs to be able to do what they're supposed to do. Dr. Edward Group says our liver 
is only working at uh, 10% efficiency. And people who say, well, I don't eat this much, this, I don't eat sugar that much, or I don't eat uh, dairy that much, or what gluten that much. And it's like, yeah, but you're 45 years old. And guess what? There's something called accumulative impact. So again, people don't believe I'm 49 years old and I'm proud to say it. And I've reversed lupus and I've literally learned how to walk again. And by no means I'm still struggling. I'm dealing with mold toxicity. And that's one of the things that I specialize in. And I work with doctors. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor, but they're not really caring about your health and well-being. And there's a lot of things you know, they're going after compounding pharmacies and even even these supposed these people who are supposedly on the good good side and practicing things, let's say, like, have you heard of IV nutrition? Have you heard of uh, vitamin C IV, for instance? Uh, yes, I have. So people have to ask, where are you sourcing your vitamin C? Because you'll be aghast to learn that they're using genetically modified corn to put in your body. That's where they're sourcing their vitamin C, unless you know to ask. And I didn't bother asking and got a really bad reaction because I would have never thought under the sun. But of course, oh, yeah, you're a shishi IV lounge. You don't give a shit about people. You just give a fuck about making money. Excuse my language. I'm so sorry. It's all good. It's just... It's, it's just, and, and there was one place where I'm living now and I asked them, where do you source your vitamin C? Oh, you don't know. And then I called the compounding pharmacy and then I left a, a review on Yelp and then they removed my review. Could you believe it? They removed my review Man. of warning people not to go to this establishment that doesn't give a crap about them. Well, that that makes me wonder how many um, vitamin companies and mainstream um, healthcare and alternative health and natural health companies are actually providing subpar uh, products that are actually contributing to the overall uh, disintegration of our health. Well, in that regard, I mean, one, again, I've been selling supplements and nutraceuticals and as a functional medicine coach and consultant, look at optimizing the biology through a biohacking perspective. So people can go to Honey Colony or simply transformative.com. But I cannot tell you how many times I've seen beautiful formulas um, messed up and adulterated with fillers like magnesium stearate or silicone dioxide. It's, it's run rampant. And even I take a natural thyroid medication, not porcine, and the compounding pharmacy that I was working with added all these fillers, including aluminum. Really? I don't want to have some heavy metals in my thyroid medication. What the F? What the F? So you really have to be vigilant and you, you have to be vigilant. And not a lot of people walk their talk. Certainly, I've seen my share of public health officials that are inflamed and do not look healthy. And so I really want to walk my talk and have integrity and uh, be a person of my word in a world where that is rarer. It's, it's, it's rarer. And people are not living to their... I see this as a temple. Maybe it's because I've almost died several times. This is my temple. I refuse you big ag, big uh, pharma corporations to poison me. And I want to live to my potential. And in order to raise my consciousness, raise my frequency, I need to um, preserve my temple. It's very simple. Well, just the fact that you said you're 50 years old. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're not watching on video right now, tune in because that is testament alone to uh, the way that you've taken care of yourself. You look amazing. You know, I, I am I am younger than you and you look younger than me, which is absolutely <laughs> crazy.
I don't know about that, Chris. And 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 again, I'm I'm struggling, and I see how the Rona has aged me. This Rona regime has aged us all, and I was very very resentful in San Francisco. I couldn't even go do Pilates, and that's why I fled to um, Florida, escaped California, because I wasn't even allowed. I became a second class citizen, and the day I did. I became one, I purchased a one-way ticket to Florida, which after living in California for 23 years, I'm still adjusting and it's very difficult. And I think a lot of people at home watching are, you know, we're in a reactive, right? There's such instability, such demoralization, which is exactly part of this plan. And they fragmented our focus and they've kept influencers like on we used to be on twitter you know sgt and sarah westhall and zach and Corey diggs and dr david janda and we used to really share puzzle pieces because it is together it is communicating that we think we we, we explore right and that is very important you know, the, the resonance of the heart is three feet and outweighs that of the brain. And there is a lot of um, benefits to being in each other's company and to raising the frequency of this this, um, attack. Now, since, of course, 2020 is when it became evident to the rest of the world that something was going on. Not all the people, but people started waking up because the agenda started pouring out left and right. And it was like they were on some kind of schedule to get this uh, New World Order uh, slave system rolled out. So ever since then, we've had agenda after agenda. But it's been, you know, new ones here and there. We've had COVID and then now uh, it's supposed to be monkeypox. People aren't biting on the monkeypox. We had the Russia thing for a little while. Uh, now we're having some more shootings, uh, some staged events here to try and disarm us. But it doesn't. None of it seems to be sticking. Um, I think that they're they're going off of some kind of b- broken playbook where they thought it would work a certain way, and none of it is. Like it'll it'll have an effect for a certain amount of time. But maybe they did too too good a job brainwashing us to begin with, to where people are kind of too zombified to even notice some of the bullshit that they're throwing at them. That's why I kind of have hope. I I think a lot of people are not participating with it anymore, and it's going to be hard for them to roll out the next one. They have spent a lot of time and money and effort on COVID and vaccines and the the death jab that they want to give people. So it... I mean, you know, it's hard for me to think that they're just going to let that one go and uh, we're not going to hear anything about that again unless they believe they got enough people poked. I don't know. I mean, this is not going away. This is becoming an annual shot. Um, People are on quadruply injected. And now we've just started allowing for jabs for six months, 6.6 pounds. And no, this is not going away. I believe very firmly there's a lot of saline that was dispersed and that people can't even understand that this is a double blind placebo. This is how it works. Of course, they're going to stagger their deaths. Hello. And I was one of the first to think that and share and ask Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, ask Dr. Judy what her thoughts are about the saline. And there's many people who then gaslight others because they're fine. And there's all sorts of experiments. So, you know, as far as like the new lockdowns are, you can't afford to drive anywhere. You can't afford to get on a plane. It's a lockdown. It's a, it's a lockdown. The, the prices are crazy. Um, we've been talking about for years, I've gotten the memo to grow my food. I, I came to where I am now thinking I'll hunker down and I just learned that they're going to sell the house. You know, I've been here less than six months. Had I known that I wouldn't have come here. I, 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 they're foiling my plans. God knows what it's going to be like in 10 months from now. People are, you know, BlackRock is buying everything. This is a, you know, as far as you're, you're saying, people are not going to buy into this. If the AI and arguably it's already happened in some respects, is smarter than the human. And the AI is making 
the decisions, then this is inevitable. This is the, the you know, they're, re- they're going for singularity. Mm-hmm. And just like real player one, people will be in the metaverse. Life will be sad for them and they can just escape and live this virtual. So in, in, in essence, if you think or, or play with the idea, which I do now, that we're in a simulation, mm-hmm. it'll be a simulation within a simulation. I'm at that point where I believe it's a simulation. And it's like in the Truman Show, I just watched it again, where I want to find the outer edges to penetrate and escape. It's the same theme also in Westworld. If you've, I don't know if you've watched Westworld, Chris. No, you're absolutely right. Um, I like to think of it that we are, if we are in a, a simulation of sorts, that there is still some sort of divine aspect outside of it that may not allow a dis- total destruction of our reality. Or I also like to think of, you know, I have so many <laughs> theories about what could be the nature of our reality, but I think of it sometimes maybe we just created this simulation for ourselves for growth and consciousness exploration, and those bad guys and those terrible things are here for a reason, so we kind of learn and grow from them. That's just one of many, you know, billions of possibilities of what we could be doing here and our purpose and you know are we trapped on a prison planet is it more like the demiurge you know that's that's all uh, options for me but uh, you know I explore them all but I do have hope and I, I you know I've, I I do have faith in in people because I can see people waking up I can see people coming online if they were once NPCs maybe they're getting a soul some of them not everyone it, a lot of people still have their heads buried in the sand and are going the wrong direction so we're just at a critical, critical time where uh, the work that you're doing, the work that I'm doing, the work that everyone is doing, bringing awareness and helping people is this is the time to stand up and do it. And uh, one of the things that I am trying to do, I have a link in the description Uh, It's a Telegram link. It's for a group chat for people who are starting their own farms, their own sustainable communities around the globe so that we can stay in contact and know where each other are and, you know, link up if we have to and, uh, you know, start start over start our own uh sustainable systems after the this system crashes because we can see it crashing and crumbling and burning right before our eyes. Absolutely. Uh, do you you think that someone who's an NPC can be outfitted with a soul? See, after I don't the know. Fact? I don't oh, know that. Uh, um, I've seen, but I, I have I've witnessed some people that I thought were just too far gone and would never realize uh, some of the things happening. Just kind of turn around and be like, oh, okay, maybe that there is a chance for this. Uh, I've seen it quite often recently, and that's what that's what gives me the most hope about everything is people can uh, change and realize what's what's going on. And, uh, you know, a lot of the, the spiritual aspects and unexplained things that I've experienced as well kind of add to that. So, uh, but, you know, I think that like, like I said, this is a, an extremely important time for everyone. I think we're at the most critical time in human history, and the decisions and actions people take now will dictate where we're headed, what direction. But I also like to look at uh, woo-woo things like Project Looking Glass, where they looked into the future, these elites, to see if indeed they would achieve their new world order. And no matter how many billions of times they looked, they lost. They lost. They couldn't do it. It was always seven moves ahead that, that the good and the light won, and they just they crumbled. But I think that's where we're at now. I think they already know they're lost. And they're just trying to provide the illusion that they still have a chance to win uh, and throwing everything they can at us. And uh, people are just like, meh, they don't care anymore. But that's just me being hopeful. Well, I do believe that you can create heaven on earth and your perceptions, your frequency um, definitely makes a difference. I believe in magic. I believe in miracles. I believe in God. And I uh, believe in the power of community. I, I just, I do wonder, I, I believe that, that everyone has their karma and dharma. It's not an accident uh, that we're here at this time. But I, I really pray for people to take responsibility. And I, 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 
I don't know. I, I don't know how many people are involved. Certainly people are waking up, absolutely. Having been to the reawakened tour and see the um, energy of the people and the heart of the people. And, 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 uh, well, that's another that, aspect of censorship. They're censoring how many people are awakening and how many people are on the right side of sure. history. And sure. that's what's keeping us, you know, like less hopeful because we don't, we're not able to see the grand scale right. of this. And I, I can feel yeah. it, man. I can feel that yeah. a lot of people are awakening. Yes, I think it's way more than we're told for sure. And I do think that we're the silent majority. Uh, I just, again, really, you know, I I joke and tell people like, say, say sorry to someone today, like really take control of your life. Nothing happens for an act as an accident. And I do know people in the spiritual realm in, you know, that are making money off of others, but when it comes push, it comes to shove and you know who you are, you're a fake. Because anyone that claims to be on a spiritual path takes a look at their shadow and takes responsibility and listens with an open heart to the other person because you're always the common denominator. And so if something happens, you need to take responsibility and ask yourself, why is it happening? Even if it is just to teach you a lesson and to grow. We are, again, we are humans we are meant to rub up against each other. There's a, the best book that I've read in regards to relationship is, um, oh, I just forgot, Hendrix. It's um, it, basically two people will come together and they have triggers that are reflected in one another. And it's an opportunity to heal those wounds and to, to rise. So we all have wounds. Not everybody is an old soul or knows that they're an old soul. I definitely am an old soul that's died young many times and chosen to be here and want to live to my potential and invite people to embark in this self journey to make the most out of their life. And it's very sad when it's juxtaposed against the dumbing down of humanity. Yeah, very well said. Um, I, you know, I look forward to what could possibly happen with our side of this. You know, I wouldn't want to be on the wrong side of history. I wouldn't want to be the person who's going along with the agendas blindly, getting jabbed and just uh, supporting the next thing every day. Uh, After, you know, the smoke clears and the system crumbles, where are they going to be at? You know, I wonder how many people who are just, you know, feeling betrayed already. Uh, We live in very interesting times. Uh, Miriam, this was fantastic to close out talk a little bit about um honey colony what you're doing there and any other projects you're working on uh and anything you'd like else you'd like to add before we close out give me a moment people again they can use b lady that's my uh that's my one of my nicknames um, you can go to honeycolony.com or simply transformative.com on January 6th, 6th Square dismantled my processor for six months on simply transformative.com, Square being Dorsey. I don't think that's an accident. We also, by the way, have an affiliate program, and I'm really I'm all about cross-pollinating, and I believe in we the people, regardless of the algos, I think that we can jostle them. Um, and and uh, everything in, is made in America. I don't use shit um, fillers. I, I really am self, self-admitted self food Nazi. And I really care about quality and empowering, educating and inspiring people. Uh, again, I, I'm working on my book, which is titled George Floyd, A Multi-Layered PSYOP Examined. People can check out georgefloydreview.org. I've written numerous articles for activist posts, which I do for free. I used to get paid $2 a word, and now my brilliance is just for free. And um, I do it because I am compelled to, I am really a journalist through by through. You can pledge and get an advanced copy of the book. It will be coming out in the fall. And I am very thrilled to be partnering with um, its Hibbler 
Productions, Steve Hibbler, did a film on George Floyd in 2020 called Psychological Operation. And I approached him to help me. Um, my premise is, is different. So it's, it's not conflicting. And I was asking the universe, please, I need someone who has editing chops and also open and uh, can produce it. He has a production company to make it cinematic, but also someone who's familiar with the psyop because it's very complex. I've uh, watched the videos over and over again. So um, I, I would love for people to follow me on Gab. I'm Lady B on Gab. I'm always posting on, you know, I just posted something on Snake Venom. And I'm also on Rockfin. I have an interview with Dr. Braun, um, Tao Braun coming out this week. I'm interviewing Dr. Lee Merritt this week. I have a lot of uh, interviews set up. So I have a lot of content. It's just I'm a little bit scattered all over the place. And I just want to thank you, Chris, for giving me an opportunity to use my throat chakra and uh, share with the people. Thank you so much. It's such a important work you're doing. Great information, and we will definitely have to do this uh, more often in the future, for sure. Absolutely. Thank you. God Thank bless. You. And until next time, everyone, have an excellent evening. We will be talking again tomorrow. We'll see you then.